Vicky Smiley Morning Show. The most fun me in the morning. Just another day that the Lord has made. Love us rejoice and be glad in it. God is good all the time and all the time. God is yes, good. Sir. Ladies and gentlemen, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas, Pastor Frederick Douglas Haynes. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Ricky Smiley. How you doing, bro? Man, blessing, highly favored. I know you got that yes, word this sir. morning. Hey, thank you so much, Ricky. Listen, all of us, if we're not careful, we'll find ourselves with cycles where we continue to do what we've done, go where we've been. As a matter of fact, it becomes a merry-go-round where we are really going nowhere because where we have been is where we end up because we continue to repeat the same old habits. We repeat that which is unhealthy and dysfunctional, but there is some good news, and that is we serve a God who will give you the power to break cycles. God will set you free from the inside out. And when God sets you free from the inside out, you can defeat depression. When God sets you free from the inside out, you can break generational cycles. You don't have to keep going around in the same old circle. God breaks the cycle. The truth sets you free. And before you know it, you are living on purpose, breaking old patterns and not living according to past pain. And so here's a message in music from Jonathan McReynolds about cycles, because listen, you ain't got to live in that cycle. God breaks cycles. And when God breaks cycles, your life is a message and not a mess. When God breaks cycles, the good news is you become what God intends for you to become. So go ahead, have yourself the blessed of days and the best of days because there's power in the name of Jesus, the cycle breaker. Oh man, that's a good word this morning, Pastor Haynes, and let everybody know how you can be reached. Hey, thank you, Ricky Smiley. You can follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram at FH Unscripted, and you can get my sermons on my YouTube channel, Frederick Haynes, as well as our friendshipwest.org website. There it is. All right, Pastor Haynes, let's get into this music. Love you, man. Yes, sir. Love you. Have a great one. Hey, you too. Here we go. All right, y'all, I got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Thursday headlines. A former U.S. Coast Guard veteran is in custody after allegedly shooting one person dead and injuring at least four more in the waiting area of a medical clinic in Atlanta on Wednesday. All five victims were women. Now, the suspect, 24-year-old Dion Patterson, carjacked a vehicle and fled the scene. He was arrested in Cobb County, Georgia, after an hours-long manhunt. Peterson is facing one count of murder and four counts of aggravated assault, according to Fulton County jail records. In other news, the Federal Reserve raised interest rates by a quarter percentage point yesterday, but sent a signal that it might be the last increase for now if inflation continues to ease. The latest increase brings the Fed's rate from 5% to 5.25%, the highest in 17 years. 
Lastly, Ricky, the top states to live in have been revealed. States are rated in a, in a number of categories, including healthcare, education, economy, opportunity, and natural environment. Utah came in at number one, and Florida made the top 10 states coming in at number 10. At the very bottom of the list was Louisiana with Alaska and Mississippi close behind. This is according to the 2023 Best State Rankings by U.S. News and World Report. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? Well, we got the Boston Celtics, man. They even up the series one game apiece by blowing out the 76ers last night with their MVP, Joel Embiid, on the court. And they still got blew out on, but it's all good, man. Sit back, relax. It's probably going to go six games. Uh, game two tonight between the Lakers and Golden State. It's going to be exciting. Get the popcorn ready. WNBA star Brittany Griner answers the question that everybody's been wanting to know the, uh, the answer to. Will she ever? Play basketball overseas again. Uh, well, I can say for me, I'm never going overseas to play again unless I'm representing my country uh, at the Olympics. You know, uh, if I if I make that team, that would be the only time I would I would leave the U.S. soil, um, and that's just to represent the USA. Um, I'll say this: you know, the whole reason a lot of us go over, you know, is the pay gap. Um, you know, a lot of us go over there to to make an income to support our families. The attention on women's hoops is increasing. I will say this, man, but now it's time to increase the pay. That's our quick sports support right there, Rick Dog. Gary, with the team, what's up there, big man? Oh. All right, y'all. His silence is broken, y'all. If y'all haven't heard the news, y'all, Jamie Foxx breaks his silence, honey, amid his hospitalization, y'all. Now, it's being reported, y'all, three weeks after his hospitalization following an emergency medical complication, y'all, Jamie Foxx has broken his silence and is thanking those who have rallied behind him. Now, they're saying, y'all, that the beloved 55-year-old actor took to his Instagram account on yesterday, honey, to publish a text post saying, appreciate all the love, y'all. Feeling blessed. He also included a prayer, y'all, in there saying he sent a heart emoji, y'all, and everybody's talking about it. But he also, Ricky, did this, and this is so touching. He took to his Instagram story, y'all, and he thanked Nick Cannon, y'all, after it was revealed that the TV personality will and would be filling in for Fox on his show, Beat Shazam, y'all. So Nick Cannon has another job. So congratulations to him, and they're saying, Jamie said, quote, Appreciate you, my boy, Nick Cannon. And, you know, everybody's just talking about it and raving. And his daughter won't be returning on the show as well. So who we don't know who um, Nick Cannon is going to bring with him to do this show. All right. The Kahlua Day is one of my favorite Kahlua's. My Kahlua Day, y'all, is sweet potato. On the high end, you say sweet potato. And on the low end, you say beautiful light orange. That's your Kahlua for the day. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, my girl Missy Elliott, beca- Missy Elliott becomes the first woman in hip-hop to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I can't wait to tell you all about it up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot and all right, Gary Smiley Morning Show. Hey, it is about that time for the hot spot. Well, what up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Right, Good yeah. morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brett Tat-Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music. What'd you say? No, I was telling Kay to turn that? the mics on. Ricky, mic have them ready, please. Uh, yeah. They are on. Uh, they yeah. are on. Yeah, please. <laughs> They own though, it's, but it's two yeah. in, in all two right, y'all. Minutes. Yesterday, the rock and roll. What'd you say, Kay? No, I was telling him this. <laughs> man, all right, yesterday, ahead, y'all, the rock and roll. They can't hear you. 
Go ahead, uh, can Brad. you hear me, Ricky? Yeah, it's it's like a de- uh, you oh, know, you a delay. These mics, these mics kind of oh, crazy. Good morning, it's everybody. Like a delay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just go, Brad. Just go. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tad <laughs> And this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Yesterday, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced its 2023 inductees, which included hip-hop icon Missy Elliott. Missy has become the first woman in hip-hop to ever receive this honor. Uh, Missy Elliott made the cut in her first year of elig- eligibility uh, to be considered, though artists are required to have released their first record 25 years prior to the induction. So Missy reacted to the news saying, I want to say this is huge, not just for me, but for all my sisters in hip hop. This door is now open to showcase the hard work and what many of us contribute to music. I have cried all morning because I'm grateful. Thank you, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and all on the committee and super friends. Shaka Khan, George Michael, Sheryl Crow, Willie Nelson, Rage Against the Machine and Don Cornelius will also be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The 38th annual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony will go down on Friday, November 3rd. Meanwhile, according to High Snobiety, uh, Kanye West held a secret Yeezy Season 10 fashion show in Los Angeles on Monday. Uh, His models have shaved heads and they rock tight t-shirts and pants. Also, Drake is reportedly selling his Beverly Hills mansion for $88 million. That's a lot of million for a house. $88 million. Okay. Well, according to TMZ, the home is 25,000 square feet with seven bedrooms, a library, a screening room, a gym, a game room, etc. And Drake bought the home last year for $75 million. But I'm sure with all the additives that he added, now it is worth $88 million he's selling it for. That is a lot of money. It's 25,000 square feet. Is that big? How, That's big, but you know, LA is is charged up. Mm-hmm. In, in, in Atlanta, it might be 50 million. Yeah, what? Oh, Tom. Mm-hmm. Opposed to 88 million or something like that. All right, y'all, moving on. The situation began with Ebony, uh, Ebony K. Williams interviewed Ayala on the grill about the topics on modern women and femininity. Now, during the sit down, Ebony asked for advice from the single woman or single women who felt that the men, are, uh, men that are forbidden are inva- that are available and not positioned to protect or provide. Now, she mentioned that these men are not earning or showing up in leadership enough for many independent women's likings. Now, after Ebony finished her comment, Ayala chimed in with a simple question. Would you date a bus driver? And after Ebony responded that she would only do so if he owned the bus, uh, Ayala acknowledged her stance. Uh, the bus driver comments ignited this conversation. The comments picked up traction and some users began to side-eye Ebony. However, others sided with Williams, leading to the all-out uh, dis- discourse on the matter. Mark Lamont Hill shared his thoughts. He started by proclaiming, there is dignity in all labor. However, he shared that he understands Ebony's point of view, because at the same time, he said, I feel you, Ebony. I understand completely what Ebony feels, and that's the way that black women uh, are, they say black women are the only demographic of people in this country who are systematically expected to date below their education and their income. He added, y'all think that black women have a lower bar. Hill then called out black men who were upset at Ebony's commentary, noting that some of them don't even date black women huh. after becoming successful. Hello! Ooh, that was saucy mm. right there. Yeah, we gonna wrap up the hot spot on that note. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. You liar! I believe him, yo. I don't know why, but I do. 
Punch and Rick's about the morning show. Uh, it is about that time of news you can use. What up, Kay? Hey, what up, Rick? Uh, I got some good stuff today, man. Great stuff today. Uh, we're going to start it off with a controversial new sponsor. I don't know what's controversial about this. Nick Cannon has a new venture in the world of food. Not only is he going to be uh, got a new TV show, but he also has a new venture in the world of food. Uh, just in time for the summer cookout season, Nick Cannon's Raw Dogs, and the Raw stands for Real Authentic Wieners. Uh, apparently, Nick is getting into the uh, the hot dog business, and uh, I think that's a you know that's, that's a good thing. So uh, yeah, so check out Nick Cannon's Raw Dogs, Real Authentic Wieners. Uh, the slogan is Top it with chili cheese and slaw, cause it's no good if it ain't raw. So make sure you. Go on and give us the news now, man. We heard you. Oh, man. Rock, you going to try those? Oh, man. I don't know, dog. You going to throw, throw some of those on the grill for Crystal and Lil' Rocky? And, uh, you know. I know how you like to get out on that back deck and get it, get it cracking. Get out on what? I, like it. I know how you like to get out on that deck and get it cracking. You know, get out on that deck and, and bring out them raw dogs. Real authentic wieners from Nick Cannon. Woo! Make sure you get out there. <laughs> oh, man. Rocky got a pretty big deck back there, don't you? Didn't you, didn't oh. you build a new deck oh, th- over the winter? Didn't you add on to your deck that you had already? <laughs> they said Crystal, Crystal really enjoyed Gary, your deck. Gary, you, you never went over there and, and, uh, and set on Rock's brand new deck? <laughs> I, you know, I, I was just with him the other day, um, last week. I'm like, my God, you're being very stingy. He didn't show you his new deck. No, he didn't show me his new deck. Yeah, because yeah, like, I heard he, that he expanded it, and it was, uh, yeah. it was really nice. Okay, he we've heard enough stuff. about his home improvement activities. Okay, he has right. some good cedar wood. All right, was that cedar ground TV? Yeah, because cedar is the hardest wood, right? Yes, I like cedar. Because you really need, yeah, you really need your deck to be extremely hard. Because people are walking around on it, and you want it to last through the yeah. summer. We had a row growing up. It was problem. made of cedar. It was a, yeah, that hardwood. Oh, was, was it? Good. Yeah. Oh, nice. All right, so uh, <laughs> we good oh, now. Man. All right, so the parents of children in this upcoming school year need to take notes. I said we got new social sensitivity rules. Is what they're calling them, Maria. Social sensitivity rules that's coming up, uh, and these gonna, are going to apply from elementary all the way through college. So oh. make sure that you take notes of this. Uh, new woke sensitivity rules. So the rule of I before E except after C no longer applies if it makes a child feel better about themselves to put the E before the I. So uh, let's see. Uh, 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 A, E, I, O, and U are no longer the only vowels. All right? Mm. A, E, I, O, and U are no longer the only vowels. If it makes a child feel better to say B, C, H, or T is a vowel, then that choice needs to be respected. Now, two plus two technically still equals four. But if a child says it equals seven, then that opinion must be respected. Now, the the greater than what? or less than, yeah. These are new rules, Rick, that's going into effect. The greater than or less than signs can no longer be allowed in math because we don't want to make the less than number feel inferior. So in the new right. math, in the new right. math, 50 is equal to 100. <laughs> right. So if you want 50 to be the same as 100, it could be the same. Now, uh, finally, equations such as if Johnny has three apples. I would have graduated all the time with these rules. Yeah, if Johnny has three apples in one hand and puts one apple in Jimmy's hand, how many apples does Johnny have? You can't use this equation no more because it's not right for children that don't have hands. Right. 
Right. And it's also unfair to kids with small hands because Johnny got to have a really big hand to hold three apples in the first place. So make <laughs> sure y'all pay attention to these rules. These are the new woke rules for the upcoming school year 2023. Boy, I swear, you and ain't also, lying with none of this. And also make sure y'all check out Nick Cannon's new uh, venture in the world of food. Nick Cannon's Raw Dogs. <laughs> Top it with chili cheese and slaw. It ain't no good if it ain't raw. Oh, my heart was more than anything when we lost Aretha Franklin, the queen of soul. Try to pay my respect and watch the funeral, but that funeral was so long. I kept hollering at the TV, let her go. Supposed to be with the Lord. That funeral was so long, they turned off my cable. They said, this funeral done went through two billions. They called me, why ain't you paying your cable bill? I said, I'm still at the funeral. Let her go. I never seen a pastor preach the whole Bible. You didn't miss the scripture. I knew we were going to be in there a long time because we're going to come out talking about in the beginning. I said the beginning. <laughs> what do Adam and Eve got to do with a funeral? Let her go. She's supposed to be with the Lord. CNN was there. They was unplugging their Come on, let's get the out of here. Right. We've been here for three weeks. I kept hollering at the TV. Let her go. I knew it was long when Aretha got up to change dresses. I'm going to wear something different in the second half of the funeral. I said, the second half? Who has a halftime at a funeral? Let her go. She's supposed to be with the Lord. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Gary has a tea and the color of the day. Gary. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Thursday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news. Y'all, they're saying that the world is going to be a better place once Wendy Williams come back. Where it's being reported, y'all, that according to people that's close to Wendy, team, they're saying, y'all, that the CNN company, honey, is looking at Wendy Williams. Y'all, they're saying that they're in talks to have a new daily talk show, honey, with Wendy. Ooh. Now, they're saying CNN recently announced y'all that it is changing focus away from polarizing politics and more towards general news. Now, they're saying that they have a slate of news shows coming, y'all, out in the fall, including, you know, the show with Gail King and possibly another one with the former NBA star, Mr. Charles Barkley. But he's being reported, y'all, that um, the network approached Wendy Williams' team and they're exploring a potential reboot, y'all, of Wendy Williams' talk show on the news network, honey. Isn't that great? I mean, it would be so nice, honey, Wendy, you know, come to CNN, honey. I would definitely be there for it, honey, because I love Wendy. But what time would they put her on? Well, uh, since Miss Lemon, I mean, since Don Lemon is gone, there were some people saying that, you know, they might she might take Don Lemon's place, honey. So CNN uh, finna go to time. talk, uh, uh, uh. What is it? Uh, talk like entertainment? Yeah. Like, I, I think yeah. CNN is kind of all over the place right now because their ratings yeah. are in the toilet. Yep. They're so they just trying everything. They're throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks. Yeah. So, well, honey, they need to throw Miss Williams off there, honey, and let her stick because we definitely, honey, want to see Wendy Williams. And, you know, hey, you know, times are changing now. So since all these other talk shows are out there and they're not, you know, doing well, and like um, Special K said, Wendy Williams show is definitely, I mean, CNN is not doing that well. So we're going to see if Wendy comes back. 
All right, moving on in other celebrity news, y'all. Trey Song has pleaded guilty, y'all, to disorderly conduct after being accused of their 2022 assault, y'all, at a bowling alley. Now, the singer, his real name, if y'all didn't know, his name is Tremaine Neverson. Write that down. They say, honey, he was ordered by a judge to complete only 12 anger management classes. Now, they're saying, y'all, that he was originally charged with assault and aggravated harassment, but those charges were dismissed, y'all, as part of his plea deal. So they're saying that he put, quote, we appreciate the New York law enforcement and the district attorney's office for their comprehensive investigation and careful consideration of all evidence, which ultimately confirmed what we had known all along and resulted in the district attorney's office choosing y'all not to pursue any of the original charges against their client, honey. So congratulations goes out to... um. Mr. Trey Song, y'all, but they're saying the alleged victim said that the singer, honey, punched her in the face repeatedly, y'all, while inside a bowling alley bathroom. Now, they're saying the woman who's allegedly, who, um, you know, an employee of the bowling alley claims that her hair then was dragged, honey, and they said, honey, she was then taken to the hospital, and the police said that there were minor injuries, but, you know, they're still visible, y'all, so. Wow. It's a sad situation, y'all, but, you know, Trey Song, he did plead guilty, so. You know, we're going to keep all parties lifted up in our prayer, y'all. Because, you know, that's something, man. You know, speaking of praying, y'all, let's continue to pray for Boosie Badass, y'all. It's been reported that he is Ricky cancer-free, y'all. They said he hopped Praise on social God. media to celebrate being cancer-free. He said, quote, stayed up all night, y'all, praying for these results. He said, hashtag cancer-free. He said, y'all, that God, honey, is great. But, honey, test your faith all the time. He said he was definitely, y'all, ready to see my cancer doctor surgeon the other day. And he said, I was told he passed last year, y'all. So it's sad, too, that Boosie's doctor died. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but he is definitely really? cancer-free. Yep, the doctor died, and they're saying that the rapper was diagnosed with cancer back in 2015, you know, um, and he was in prison at that time, but, you know, now that his, he's cancer-free, and he's letting the world know, too, that his doctor died. So let's keep all parties again lifted up in prayer, and, you know, congratulations to Boosie. All right, the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today, y'all, is sweet potato. On the high end, you say sweet potato, and on the low end, you say beautiful light orange. That's your Kahlua for today. All right, that's beautiful. Y'all give it up for Gary with the team. Yeah. All right, y'all, it's my morning show. All right, get at me, 866 Let's go. Say it, Brent. Hello. 
Barbara. Uh-huh. Good morning. Good morning. This is Dr. Sidmana Zibo. I call you on the behalf of the Federal Social Security Administration Division. I call you about your Social Security check. Uh-huh. Yes, ma'am. I call to let you know that we're going to be reducing your check because the government is having cutbacks right now in the midst of everything that go on with the, the gas price, and we try to help the gas and the surplus of the nation. So we will cut your check back down to $250 for the next 12 months. And oh, then, no, y'all won't? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. No, no, sir. Ma'am, do not. You better tell them folks they better get them a job. That works for mine. They better get up and work for them. No, that's fine. How could you say something so insensitive? That is not nice to say about the people because they are trying to get back on their feet. This is about the gas price and help the gas oh, price. That, nobody has to have a car. Let them walk like I do. Shut up and be a good American, please. And Man, I'm not standing by being no good American, no bad American, because I'm not even an American. I'm just a person living in America. There's no such thing as a good or bad American. And I bet I'd be a bad American if I come and slap you for hollering at me like that. No, if you come and slap me, you'll be a dad American because I'm a you up. No, ma'am, you will not touch me because I'm a... Don't, if you touch me... I'm a trained Mabuti warrior from the Booyah tribe. I don't give a damn what tribe from you from. I'm from the kick-ass tribe. Put your paws on me, I'm gonna try my best to f*** you up. I'm trained in shield and I'm trained in spear. I don't give a damn about no spear. I'll whoop your on GP. You waste your time. Don't waste my damn time talking about my check. We will, my, it is going down to $250. And then we will if come. it does, I'm going to find your and flip it to it, go back up. <laughs> what you do not understand is that the federal guidelines in regards to the Social Security state that the government in time of financial economic crisis and big deficit, we can check. You get through to doing all that talking, the government had to come here and knock on the door and tell me some like that because what you saying ain't meaning. Um, if you'd read your paperwork, if you knew how to read, you could read the paperwork. Mm -hmm. You're not getting your check. You're not I ain't money. worried about that. You're I ain't worried that. about that. You don't let it come. I'll whoop your ass to a rope like okra. <laughs> Come around here and I skin your ass like I skinned that catfish last night. I'm from G Unit. I'm in the G Unit. I wouldn't give a damn if you was from the Hoochie Coochie tribe from Mississippi. I don't give a damn about nobody. Too. This is Dr. Sidiman Azibo, ma'am. You I don't give me. a damn about you saying you doctor. I'm from the Nigeria, the American black. I don't you care where you're from. You respect me. I will come to the Alabama. I will slap you, baby. Scab on up. Yeah, and I'll slap your ass to sleep, too. You hobo oh. your way up here in Alabama, with me, I pay it back. You just hobo your way up here. I pay it I can't back because of the gas price assistance. I can't. <laughs> the gas. You from a tribe? Run. You shouldn't want no gas. What you need gas from? You from a tribe? Put them big fifteen feet on the cement and get to running. Why don't you meet me downtown at the radio station? What radio station? It's a prank phone call. It's comedian Roy Wood Jr. Uh, Bob, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good morning, sir. Uh, yeah. Are you? Good, morning. Good, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. This is um. This I'm sorry to have to call. Uh, you are on the on the show while you're working, but this is uh Bob Wilson Green, and uh -huh. we have a situation here. I'm not sure if you're aware that we I called in Black Tony to come to my office this morning, and he's being suspicious. Uh, to come to my office this morning in Human Resources, he's being yeah. officially suspended. And, oh, really? uh, yeah, and you're... Hey. Oh. Uh, Mr. Black Tony, Black Tony, Black Tony, I need... Uh, no, listen, listen, Ricky, Ricky, uh -huh. Ricky. Black Tony is officially suspended for... Not for for not properly uh attending to his job situation 
and uh, I'm gonna need you to come in also. Also, hey, look, Black County, Black County, Black County, Black County. I'm gonna need Black County. I'm gonna need you to calm down, Black County, Ricky. I'm gonna call security in a, in a minute. Oh. Okay, okay, Ricky, Ricky. Uh huh. This is not gonna. This is not going to work. I'm going to need you to call Human Research this afternoon and yeah. come in and and um, and 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 uh, uh, meet with me. Now, okay. Are you now? Are you willing? Now you would now, Ricky. Are you? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Black Tony, Black Tony. It's too. Ricky, this is too much. I can't deal with this. I can't this deal with good, this. Ricky. Hey, hey, this whole this whole sketch is a good is a uh, a real. Now, now he's saying it's a he's great not sketch. Show up. And I believe I believe that this is Black Tony. No, this is not me. This I mean, this is not Black Tony. This is Bob Wilson Green. He is threatening. Oh, okay. He just stormed out of the office. Just okay, Ricky. Will you please Black call Tony. me it's Black Tony. Yeah, Ricky, Ricky. Black Tony. This is not me. This is Bob Wilson Green cool. and Black Tony. That's pretty good, Black Tony. That's good, man. That's good. So it's Black Tony. Yes, yes. You know, hey, you know the checks come in the day they came in early. The paychecks. Yeah, the paychecks. Uh. They're at the office right now. Is what you're saying? Yeah, the, yeah. They came in early. They were supposed to come in Friday, but we get paid today. Huh. Okay. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> the patients are there. With the black so black Tony. No, I need to talk to Black today? Tony. I need to talk to Black Tony. I can't talk to you. Okay, hold on. Let me get a minute. Hold on. Black Tony! Come back in here. Ricky wants to talk to you. Hey, what's up, cut? Hey, cut? Hey, cut? Man, why you yeah, tripping on me, son? No, nah, man, you're checked up here. <laughs> I was just going to run out of the building. He said my check was up for him. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, over there. Okay, look. Hey, hey. <laughs> McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you want a traditional woman, you got to create a traditional environment. There's so many dudes that expect a woman to go to work 40 hours a week, come home, clean up the whole house, cook a meal, take care of the kids, put the kids to bed, have porn star sex with them, and pay half of the bills. That's not realistic. Traditionally, men paid all the bills, and the woman stayed home and took care of the house. So if you don't make enough money to create that type of infrastructure, then you cannot claim to want a traditional woman because you are not a traditional man. That makes zero sense. Facts. <laughs> he is absolutely correct. You Gary, what that? you got? Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. Mm-hmm. It's Gary, baby. Oh. 
All right, Ricky's Mind the Morning Show. Gary has the tea and the color of the day. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning to you. It's Thursday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, baby. They said that they were thinking about their kids' future, honey, when they decided, Ricky, to depart, honey, the Sunshine State, baby. They packed their things and left. They're saying Gabrielle spoke with Variety at 2023, the Met Gala, about the decision, honey, to move their family from Florida to continue you living in a safer environment. She said, quote, we had to think about where every member of our household would be comfortable and welcome and celebrated, honey. There is Senator the actress recalls 2016 being a time, y'all, that she believed the world became less inclusive. She said, we felt that pretty immediately. Now, they're saying, um, thinking about the kids being older and already exploring the world, she mentioned, y'all, that her beautiful 15-year-old stepdaughter, Ms. Zayaway, who still, who at least who will graduate, y'all, in a couple of years, and her four-year-old daughter, Ms. Carvia James. She said, where will Carvia James go to school? Where were they going to be open to teaching facts and accurate history? She she questioned, she said, where can they say gay, much less trans, and where will we not get arrested for affirming our child's identity? Now, they're saying, although that the ways, honey, have so many loved ones in Florida, that Gabrielle confirmed that at the moment that the state no longer fits or serves the needs of their family. She said, honey, everybody still, you know, her family still live in Florida and fighting a good fight. She said, keep fighting it because we are there in all and the other ways we can be supportive of the movement and restoring real freedom. She also promised to um, fellow Floridians, honey, and people affected by the laws all over the country. And she said, just know this, that we are actively not just fighting for our family, but your family as well, honey. And she said, quote, Ricky, that was so profound. We're not free until everybody's free. Unquote. Okay. Yes, she said that, that baby. Her. She packed her bags. Her family she family where they to leave. Be she had to leave. Yeah, they say she's. Yep, she sold her beautiful Miami Beach mansion, honey. And they're saying that they're now living in the hidden hills of California, honey. So, congratulations to Gabrielle and um, Dwayne and um, Zaya and Kavia, honey. So they're, you know, no longer Floridians. So we're just going to keep them lifted up in prayer. And, you know, everything is going to be all right, um, you know, for them. So, all right, moving on in other celebrity news, y'all, honey. Now, this is um, very touching, a very touching story. I don't know if y'all um, know this guy, um, Rock T. You probably um, know him, honey. He's a former... Um, uh, a former NFL, um, well, he's a former um, hockey player. His name is y'all PK Saban. Y'all know PK Saban? Yep. Nobody know him? Okay, well, anyway, y'all, they're saying y'all that he made a fat joke, honey, about Lizzo on air, y'all, and it was so sad and touching, honey. They're saying, honey, why could he do that? They say, honey, it was unnecessary at best, corny as well, though, honey, but they say Lizzo, honey, as a name, honey, uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. What? He called Lizzo, honey, Big Bertha, but, um, People not be yeah, honey. Um, that hockey player, honey. He's a um, a, he's a NS, a ESPN hockey analyst, and he called honey Lizzo Big Bertha, and that was not a good look, Ricky. You don't call that to Lizzo, because Lizzo, honey, is definitely a beautiful woman. And is honey, he a Caucasian man? No, he was of African black. descent. Oh, yeah. I thought he said something like he was going to pack a Lizzo size lunch. Like, they need to go pack in or something like that. Yeah, that too, honey. But yeah. that's, that's sad. I feel so bad for Lizzo because Lizzo didn't do nobody nothing, honey. But he sat there and said bad things about her and stuff. So, but anyway, honey, we're going to keep him lifted up in prayer. So I want to be keeping his job. They're going to let him keep his job? 
a black hockey analyst? I'm trying to wrap my mind yeah, around man. that. Yeah, Roxy, what you know about him? You're a sports genius. Yeah, he played. He played uh, with the New Jersey Devils a little yeah, bit. So it, it just, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> See, Rock ain't even really Hey, man. I ain't, He's like, ain't. yeah, he played with this team. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that brothers are back in hockey playing yeah. hockey, and he's getting his, he keeping he keeping a job in, <laughs> as a, in the broadcast booth. There you go. <laughs> well, he need to stick to sports and stop Thank talking you. about Lizzo. That's what he need to do. Thank you. That's what he need to do, honey. He needs to stick to sports, and I wonder what his wife. Oh, I'm about she probably not even black. But anyway, moving on <laughs> to my final story, y'all, honey. People are accusing y'all Kim Kardashian of leaving Little Northwest, honey, outside at the Met Gala. They say baby Kim was at the Met Gala, honey, attending it, honey, and they say Northwest was out in the streets, honey. So they say, <laughs> well, was she out in the streets? <laughs> they, they say the video circulating, honey, that Northwest accompanied by her mother. They say to the Met Gala, and they say she was standing around on the street by herself after Kim <laughs> made her big interest. No, <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> they said, baby, she left her out there. <laughs> <laughs> she was. They said, she left her. They said, <laughs> get it out, Gary. Say yeah, it. I ain't going to say it, honey. She was not standing there by herself. By herself. <laughs> I'm going to fix you up, baby. You want to act like you're dead? I'm leaving you out there in the street. <laughs> <laughs> I want to use the word so bad, but I can't use the word. Don't my mama give used us a color. Don't color do it. Yeah, the color today is one of my favorite color. My color today is sweet potato. On the high end, you say sweet potato. On the low end, you say beautiful. <laughs> Orange. That's your color for today. <laughs> Y'all give it up to Gary with the team. Glory. Our boy Rick is about to the show coming up. Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all, you may have heard about the strike uh, the strike by TV, television, and film writers out in Hollywood. They staged a walkout on Monday, and it's already affecting late-night talk shows. Now, the last time they walked out was 2007, and it lasted 100 days. Uh, Maria, can you break all of this down for us? Yeah, it's a pretty big deal, Ricky. Over 11,000 writers went on strike this past Monday. Why? Well, they are striking because they're seeing their wages cut and jobs being threatened by new technology like chat GPT and other artificial intelligence. And we spoke about this earlier this week. Uh, you know, late night talk shows are usually the first to take a hit. Think about all of those opening monologues. Shows hosted by Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers already began airing reruns and Saturday Night Live has already changed their show for this weekend. Now, the last time writers went on strike, which was 15 years ago, more than 60 TV shows shut down production, including our favorite show, Girlfriends, with Tracy Ellis Ross at that time. Yes, indeed, man. They say this time around, though, we as viewers may not feel the strike as much because of all the streaming platforms out there like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime. We can just watch other shows and hadn't even been seen before. But no doubt you cannot have a good show or good movie without good writers. Absolutely. So uh, can y'all think of some shows out there that was well written? Uh, uh, I I would have to say um, (laughs) I, I got I got I'll just go with one. Uh, I have a lot of them, but, you know, my favorite, I just have to say Martin. Oh, yeah. Uh, Martin. Oh, yeah. Well, well written uh, and funny as hell. Uh, Modern what about y'all? Family. I like Modern Family. The Office is very well written. Um, even shows oh, like Grey's yeah. Anatomy. Like Grey's Anatomy, Shonda Rhimes did some incredible stuff, man. Mm. But you well, know what, hey, we what? get this? Yeah. 
You know, I, honestly, I did not know these late night shows had writers. I thought they just came off the top of their heads. You stuff. crazy? Oh, no. But y'all comedians, y'all don't have. No, oh, that's not how that works. Nobody they have a staff. Well, hell, I didn't know. It'd be dozens of people in the room writing, right? Yeah. Y'all have. Oh yeah. yeah, tons of writers. Yeah, yeah. really. Lord, I didn't know. Yeah, that. I thought yeah. y'all just the writers' room usually for 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 a show like that is probably about eight to about eight to ten people. You have a head writer, then you have other writers that work under the head writer, and and it's a whole collaboration of things that go into those monologues. Mm. That's interesting. And you I can see that? that concern. No, man. I didn't know that. Hell, I thought these people are comedians and whatever they are. I thought you just get up there and talk and do your doggone thing. I know nobody just sit there and wrote it for you. And you, um, you ever watch Saturday Night Live where they do Weekend Update? They not just they not just freestyling. They those are written. Well, that part I knew, jokes. but I mean that part I uh, could assume it. But I'm just talking about like Jimmy Kimmel and all these all going late shows. I mean, I thought they just look at I mean, their eyes. You can yeah. see them looking at a teleprompter most of the time. If you pay attention to their face and where their eyes are going. Yeah, but, I mean Gary, Gary, we Gary, y'all got writers on Dish Nation. I mean, y'all sitting oh, up there, well, y'all going there. You already got a script, and somebody sat back there and wrote that. Yeah, but they not writer writer like that because they not on strike. You know, so they, I don't see. They the, if they're a part of the Writers Guild, they are on strike. Well, they not because we still see them every day. Okay, <laughs> I'm just telling you. Well, I'm just telling you. The damn Writers Guild, they are. <laughs> well, they not. <laughs> he telling us. <laughs> He got your ass anyway. told, didn't he? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but he trying to sound smart, hell. Okay, I know they weren't. They not those type of writers. Well, you know, as creatives, I can see how there's concern, especially with artificial intelligence. You know, you got things like ChatGPT that can say, you know, hey, look at how Ricky, your special K, does her comedy. Take the script from their comedy show and write me something similar. There's artificial intelligence that yeah. can do that. And then you think about what? streaming platforms because that wasn't can- really part of the game. Like... Writers need to be paid for when yeah, these with, shows with, are being with, streamed. Like with ChatGPT, because I've actually tried it. With ChatGPT, you can literally, in your phone, you can write a monologue. I can say, hey, write a monologue for the Jimmy Kimmel show for Thursday night. That's five great. minutes. And it'll, and it'll literally start printing out the, uh, the monologue. I can even yeah, tell it what great. topics to write the monologue yep. about. I want to talk about President Biden. I want to talk about Donald Trump. And I want to talk about the NBA Finals. And it'll write out a monologue. And it'd be funny. I don't know how funny it's going to be, but it'll definitely print it out. It'll, it'll definitely write it, it out. It will mimic your style of comedy. It will pull. Yeah, artificial intelligence yeah. is really scary and crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. All right, let's go to the phones. 866-9-RICKY. 866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. Uh, you know, uh, I just want to see what y'all think, which ones were good and which ones were uh, not so good. Good morning. Hey, this is Mia calling from Dallas. So me, for me, it was the 90s and like early 2000s. They had like the good, the good, good shows. Like they had a message to it. Like you could learn something. Nowadays, it's no offense to the, to the, you know, the other communities and everything, but I don't need to see, I only see two men and two women kissing every time I look at TV. I mean, I'm saying everybody need a, need a, you know, a place and a, and a, a, you know, somebody to represent them. But every single show, almost every single thing don't have to have a gay thing. And, and I'm part of the, part of the LGBTQ community and I'm saying it. But back in the, 
the nineties, like 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 my wife and kids, Martin, Fresh Prince, you know, the old school classics, even like in the back like the seventies, good times and two two seven. Don't nobody talk about two two seven almost. So like right. I, I think like the the for the kids it's like the old Nickelodeon shows, the old Disney shows, they actually gave a message, you know, with Raven Simone and Keisha Knight Plummet from the Cosby's Little Rudy. Like the different shows that actually gave a message. Now it's just whoever wanna be on T V. Wow, what do y'all think about that? Gary? Oh, I agree 100%, honey. You know, I agree, especially the part when you're talking about all these different scenes with, you know, two guys and two girls. It's just getting to be too much, honey. I mean, I know we're in a different society and a different day and time, so please don't send me it a It does letter, seem to be But a it's lot. just getting a little bit to be too much. And so, I know so you think it's just too much? Too much. Yes, it's too much. I mean, okay. my God. I mean, yes, freedom for everybody, honey. But still, sometimes we just need to just contain it a little bit. <laughs> All right, let's go to you the... say that, Gary. <laughs> Good morning. My name is Audra. I'm calling from Birmingham, Alabama. Now, the, the shows that I love now, Abbott Elementary, and there's a show on NBC called Grand Crew that's really good. All the reality TV shows I wish would go away. I just don't think they've, they've served any purpose for our culture. From the past, everybody hates Chris and girlfriends. I thought they they would it was just intelligent comp comedy and that's what I like. This is Elaine from Macon, Georgia, and I just want to say that um the, the programs that were in the past were really good, the sitcoms, but 90% of the uh reality shows we have now are just trash. This is Jackie, and I'm calling from Bloomfield, Connecticut. Real quick, it's got to be the show from back in the day, Golden Girls. You know I'm right, Golden Girls. Wouldn't leave the house before, you know, it was on and off. Golden Girls will always be it. This is Clifford from Baltimore. Uh, definitely Good Times, man. Good Times was one of the best shows ever did it. Uh, and the father figure, Mr. James, that was the man. That was it. I, I'm real offended. Everybody that called in, my feelings are really hurt because nobody said nothing about the sitcom uh, that me and Ray J did on TV One. Nobody. Nobody called in. Say what, Gary? They forgot about it. Did it air? And I was one of the writers on that show. <laughs> oh, no, Lord Jesus. I don't think I would tell nobody to air. <laughs> I, still, I still get a check, and I got a check. Uh, I think I got a check last month for 42 yeah. cents. Gary. Wrote, oh, Jesus. Gary, why are you talking about that, that sitcom that me, me, Ray J, and J. Anthony Brown had? I completely forgot about it, child. Did that happen? Because she playing Nine Africa somewhere, so they show You said she playing in Africa. Africa. Gary, Gary, how, many, how many seasons we had, Gary? Baby, they gave y'all half a season, honey. These girls say, uh-uh, not even a whole. We're going to give you a half. And that writer who was writing for it, they just acknowledged that. That's probably why. But anyway, I ain't going to leave that alone. <laughs> Gary, do we need to bring back, do we need to bring the Ricky Smiley sitcom back? Do we need? Mm-mm. Gary? No. Huh? We don't, we don't need to bring her back, honey. <laughs> Let that girl rest where she is, honey. <laughs> Gary, Gary, what about, what about my, what about my scene and all about the Benjamin? What about that? Oh, Lord, honey, that was a deleted scene. Did they see that? <laughs> Brad, be quiet. <laughs> that was the deleted scene, baby. We <laughs> still get it right on that one too. <laughs> Had nothing to do with that one. That was all him. Yeah. That was Jesus. all him. Yes, Lord, honey. Like, Gary, my mm-hmm. t- Gary, my TV career. What about this? It's gone, Gary. What? <laughs> that, your career, honey, is gone, honey. G O O N, honey, gone. <laughs> 
But that's all right. You got radio, baby. If you ain't got nothing else, you got oh, radio, honey. On, Eliminated guys. that writer that just acknowledged himself. <laughs> but anyway. Maurice, my Show. All right, y'all. Rick's Mountain Morning Show. Hey, it's about that time. Jeff Johnson got three things you need to know. Jeff, good morning. Good morning, good morning. How you feeling this morning, Rick? Man, blessing, highly favored. Just another day that the Lord has kept me. I appreciate it. How you feeling? Man, listen, it, it's almost unfair how good I am. Um, so let me let me get right into this, brother. I am, like so many others, um, in the midst of, of, of contemplation around what happened in New York and what happened in Atlanta. And so most of us know by now that uh, New York City, um, we saw a brother, Jordan Neely, who was 30-year-old, unhoused um, brother who was dealing with um, some form of mental illness, if not mental instability, was killed. I mean, straight up killed by people who should have never been touching him. And... When we think about the the fact that uh, you you had almost what what's been labeled as sanctioned vigilante killing on the train, um, there's all kinds of issues that uh, the city of New York is going to have to deal with by way of an investigation, how these men are charged, who's charged with what. But what it comes down to is an inability to have the level of mental health services. Um, and interventions in a city that is clearly dealing with it. But it, but it's directly uh, connected, in my mind, to what we saw happen in Atlanta. And in advance of, of really just saying that I'm praying for the families of the, of, of the young woman that was killed and those that were injured in Atlanta, I'm also dealing with the fact that you had a U.S. vet who had been at the VA, did not feel like he got the proper services at the VA that he needed, did not get medication that he was requesting for anxiety, and picked up a gun and put folks in danger. And so, Rick, I don't, wanna, I don't want to minimize the loss of life or right. the horror that was caused in the mm-hmm. city of Atlanta as a result of this, but I do want to deal with the fact that nearly half, Half of the 60 million adults and children living with mental health conditions in the United States go without any treatment at all. And more than 150 million people live in federally designated mental health professional shortage areas. And what that means is you got people living in areas that the federal government has already identified as not having the number of professional health professionals that are needed to deal with those that are diagnosed let alone those that are undiagnosed. And so as we get, we're getting ready to hear, based on Atlanta, a whole lot of conversation around gun control and gun policy. And listen, I think we need smart gun control. But what I know we need, even more than smart gun control policy, is policy and resources and access to men, women, and families who are navigating mental health crisis on a daily basis and don't have anybody to call but 911. Don't have anywhere to go but the, but the emergency room. And it is insane to think about the amount of money we have in this country to do almost whatever we want, 
But every single city and state is suffering from not enough mental health officials. So, I, I, I mean, you know, right. I mean, hey, Jeff, tell me what you all. Yeah. Tell me what you all think. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a veteran. I've been going to the VA for many years. And when I tell you it's like not having any health care at all. You, yep. you 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 might as well say like they the resources I don't know where they say they spending all this money at and all these improvements because it's not there it's not there no. and I feel sorry for people who have really extreme situations that need to be dealt with because you can go in there and say you have a, a an extreme situation that needs to be dealt with right now they'll put you off for ten days or two weeks <laughs> and tell if you to come not back more. yeah if not more. I'm saying I mean, in I, extreme I, 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 cases. Yes. My, my dad was a veteran and he it literally stopped going to the VA because the service that he needed, he really couldn't get there. He, he had to rely on other insurance to do the things that he needed. And, and, and there are veterans all over four decades that have been complaining about the VA. It's not new. Right. Oh, so, God. you know, as, as, as we think about this, a 20, this is a 24, this is a 24 year old kid. Um, young man who was looking for support from the VA, 24 years old. And so it just, it just speaks to a whole nother list of issues. And so while, 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 listen, I I know all the people are going to be having gun control uh, conversations. I really hope um, that we really will talk about this VA piece in particular, but also this mental health piece, because if we don't, um, we're just setting up for more and more problems in all of our communities. Um, so let me know what you think. If you have, if you've had issues with the VA or challenges with not having mental health, mental health support, let me know. Hit me at destination on IG. Uh, love y'all. Appreciate you all. And, um, I'll talk to y'all next week. Well, somebody need to go and, and jump on uh, 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 B- uh, Bink for making that. Uh, I love that. Bink the Jesus. Because you already know it's going to be some mess. We got the one and only Twan 360 on with us this morning. Twan, good morning. Ricky, good morning. In today's Fix It Jesus, one pastor explains how God can not only stretch your finances, but some other things as well. Take a listen to this. Look at your neighbor and say he's a meat stretcher. <laughs> He'll stretch your meat. Ooh. Hallelujah. What church is that? (laughs) Look at your neighbor and say he's a meat stretcher. He'll stretch your meat. (laughs) Hallelujah. Passionate about that, boy. Gary. (laughs) Baby. All right. Which church is that? (laughs) I'll join. Yes, Lord, honey. <laughs> oh. <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> One more time for the people in the back. Oh, man. I am in tears. Look at your neighbor and say he's a meat stretcher. <laughs> He'll stretch your meat. <laughs> Hallelujah. Twan, how can we find this video? Go to my Instagram page at Twan the Dunn. I'm screaming. Oh, I love <laughs> that church. <laughs> is it what, Gary? 
I love that church. I know. <laughs> Which name he was talking about? <laughs> oh. All right, Rick's Mind the Morning Show. Maria Moore, what's happening? Good morning, Rock T. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Thursday headlines. A former U.S. Coast Guard veteran is in custody after allegedly shooting one person dead and injuring at least four more in the waiting area of a medical clinic in Atlanta on Wednesday. All five victims were women. The suspect, 24-year-old Dion Patterson, was upset because he did not receive his anti-anxiety medication, according to his mother. Patterson is facing one count of murder and four counts of aggravated assault, according to Fulton County jail records. In other news, Ricky, the U.S. Department of Labor fined three McDonald's franchisees after an investigation determined that hundreds of children, including two 10-year-olds, were working there in violation of federal labor law. As part of their investigation, officials found that a Louisville, Kentucky-based McDonald's hired two 10-year-olds to work at one of its locations unpaid and as late as 2 a.m. with one of the children, Ricky, even permitted to operate a deep fryer. Wow. Yeah. Lastly, I mean, they the be, top they states. Be smart. They come. They come in smart, special case. They probably, you know, the ten year olds be looking like they about seventeen. Yeah, I mean, they, stuff. Ten year old with a full, full beer back there cooking them <laughs> quarter pounder. <with> <laughs> 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 got, a, got a full, a full damn uh, James Harden beer back there. Ten years old. Yes, sir. Assistant manager thirteen. <laughs> Slinging them number, them number, them number three with cheese and no onions, boy. Come on, dog. Get, getting them out there, them extra French fries, operating that deep fryer, boy. Grown ass. <laughs> Got them babies then, then, working then at two a.m. Then in the uh, in the break room watching Paw Patrol, <laughs> <laughs> playing in his beer, watching watching Peppa Pig. <laughs> We're going to wrap up the news on that note. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit smileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? Oh, let's talk about hey, them. Rock. Yeah, dog. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about them Boston Celtics. They even the series against the 76ers, man, in style. Like, they blew them boys out with MVP Joel Embiid on the court, man. So it is what it is. I'm getting ready for uh, game two tonight. I'm excited because this Lakers-Golden State series is going to be amazing. It's going down. Uh, real fast, the South Carolina women's basketball coach, our friend uh, Dawn Staley, shares one of her guilty pleasures when she's not on the court coaching. No, I don't. I like. I, I, I live a real simplistic life. Like, right, like, the reason why I was late coming here, <laughs> I was at the courthouse looking at a, a murder trial like just a t- in attendance I'm looking at the witnesses and um, like and it got good right when I had to come here like it got real good coach and I'm like I, hope, at I, the courthouse? I know the judge yeah man hey, she didn't I, do, I do that too Rock hey. I promise you I love to go just sit up in a courtroom and watch a trial <laughs> let me tell you something man wow. my wife Crystal the same all those television shows she watches the forensic stuff the, the she watched First 48 all that the murder trials just hey she, you know First 48 shooting episodes in St. Louis now is that right Oh, oh man, Lord. boy, they be they. You talking about the Atlanta and the St. Louis and the New Orleans episode is Ooh. eerie and creepy as hell. Have you up, up, up with your pistol walking through your house in the middle of the night? I'm I'm serious. Oh, oh, that's crazy, man. 
Well, that's my sports support right there. Brad got what? the hot spot right there. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. You don't go on somewhere with that part-time sports report. Hey, man. They talking about you got to go, got to go. Part-time. He came in and did say, and LeBron James wants to you, Brett. See how I feel here. That apostrophe sports report. Damn. Go ahead, Brett. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Uh, Tribe Call Quest contributor and cousin to group uh, leader Q-Tip Consequence, uh, also known as Dexter Mills, is upset about the group's second consec- consecutive snub by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and this is what he had to say. What we're not going to do is keep subjugating that name, a Tribe Call Quest, to a white population uh, or white popularity contest and having them in there as the token pick. We're going to stop that. Now, we love Missy. Shout out to Missy. We love everybody who got nominated for music. But on a political side, what I ain't really feeling is that now we got to explain 0 for 2. Wait, wait, well, what happened right again? I'm confused. First of all, uh, I guess uh, it says a Tribe Called Quest contributor and cousin to the group leader, Q-Tip. This is Consequence. We know him as a, he's, he's a rapper. I think he was on Love and Hip Hop before. But right. until we hear Q-Tip saying something like this, like, I don't know if I don't know if Q-Tip approves of somebody else speaking for a Tribe Called Quest because Q-Tip is not usually this way. So uh, Consequence is upset that they were snubbed. Uh, feeling like they were snubbed for a second time in a row uh, to get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because, as you know, Missy was inducted, uh, a few other people, but they, he feels that a Tribe Called Quest got snubbed. So that's what he had to say. Uh, other notable snubs who still have not been inducted is people like Mariah Carey, Outkast, Cool in the Gang, Barry White, and Cher. So there's a lot of people who deserve to be in there. Oh, yeah, you can't get mad if Cher and Mariah Carey ain't in there. Yeah, Come like, on, man. <laughs> yeah, like everybody will have their turn, you know. It's not all always fair but but you'll get your shot when when you know when it's your time it's your time so that's how we feel about that uh moving on y'all one of team usa's gold medal winning track stars has passed away uh, according to the orange county sheriff's office in florida officers conducted a well-being check at bowie's home her name is tori bowie uh tuesday afternoon when authorities arrived at the residence they made an entry and found the olympic medalist deceased uh, a cause and manner of death are not known yet. The Orange County Medical Examiner's Office are saying they're still investigating the matter. Uh, Bowie's management team said Wednesday they were crushed to learn of her passing, saying we've lost a client, dear friend, daughter, and sister. The agency said Toy was a champion, a beacon of light that shines so bright. We're truly heartbroken broken in our prayers or with the family and friends. A preliminary investigation showed no foul play was involved. Bowie, a two-time NCAA long jump champion uh, who won three medals, at the 2016 Olympics in Brazil was just 32 years old. So our prayers go out to her family. Yes, yeah, uh, Man, yeah, that is Tori Bowie, sad. one of the fastest women of all time. Tori Bowie. Yes, yeah. man. Oh, wow. Man. Sorry well, to hear that. Gonna, yeah, me too. That's super sad. Well, we're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show.